all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Quick topic with your host, Joseph Brownlee. Hey! Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I love you all. Thank you, thank you all. I appreciate that. Hey, what's going on? Hey, this is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. B-O-C-R-T-W-1964 Real Talk. This is my first show on Quick Topic. So I'm going to get right on a subject that's going to take at least 20 minutes. I'm going to hold it to 20 minutes, I promise you. On this show, it's 20 minutes. Whatever time I say it is, it's going to be. So starting now, I'm going to do a quick topic I think is very important. It's not going to take that long. I want to talk about accountability and change. How do you hold yourself accountable? And why do you, we do not hold ourselves accountable? And will it take a change? Or should it take a change? Okay, let me give you a quick story. I was riding on the bus today because I ride the bus. And there was a couple of young men on the bus today. And they were just having a conversation and everything. I'm not a nosy person. But sometimes when I hear certain things, the reason I listen at certain things uh, or what people are talking about because I might relate that to one of my shows or one of my podcasts or going forward. I was listening to their conversation. I'm not going to lie and say I wasn't. Sometimes you can't help but hear it. And sometimes, you know, I listen to things that aggravates me. I know I get kind of impatient and kind of somewhat aggravates me. But uh, let's, let me digress. I was listening to this conversation. And the conversation is the, mostly the typical conversation that I hear on the bus or on the train it has to do with life in general it has to do with the system it has to do with they them those now what do i mean by they them those if you grew up in the hood if you know about the hood or whatever like that and the uh ethnic groups the uh, uh, the black people let me just put it that way in our group and I'm not saying it doesn't happen in the Caucasian group as well, but in the group that I grew up with or in that facility in the neighborhood or in the hood, you want to talk about the topic usually when it comes to uh, uh, the law or uh, accountability or come to some type of structure or there's a lot of problems in our hood or with us is because of them, they. Now, who is them, they? Them, they is the white man, the Caucasian. That's what they, they're talking about, you know. They're talking about white people. You know, I already have an issue with that already, but that's not what I want to get into. Okay. Now, they was talking about fairness. Now, listen to this very closely. Their conversation was about fairness. Fairness. These two young men, maybe in their mid-20s 20s or 30s, I don't know. But they was talking about fairness about the system. 
Now, check this out. Their fairness of their unfairness of the system is, you know, they was talking about crime. When you commit a crime and you have to go to court or you get caught doing something and a bond is set or whatever like that, it always seems that the white man gets the privilege. Now, this is according to them. I'm not saying that's not true around them or whatever like that, but I'm just making a point here. This is their look on the system, the justice system, to a lot of these young men, you know, black men, a lot of these young black men. This is their outlook. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying they're not wrong. I'm not saying they're wrong or not saying they're right. But I'm just saying this is how the majority of them, a, a big healthy of them, I'm going to, wrong for you to say majority, a lot of them look at that the system is rigged for the better privilege for the Caucasian for the white man. You know, when it comes to crime, put emphasis on crime. Whether it's murder, whether it's robbery, whether it's whatever. It seems like when it comes to the court system, according to these young men, and they're not the only one, is the white man, the white person always seems to get a better deal or they have to get or they get a better bond setting or whatever like that. According to these two young men. You follow what I'm saying? According to these two young men. So I'm listening to this and I'm shaking my head. I said, wow, wow. And I'm listening to them. And the reason I'm listening because this conversation is so familiar. I hear it so many times it just sounds like it's coming out of a book. You know, the same type of rhetoric, the same type of thought pattern, the same type of somewhat of a victimhood pattern that they don't even know they have. So it seems like it's coming out of a book. Some people hate when I say victimhood, but I'm just trying to be real and just trying to let you know where I'm going. Okay, my point is, when I was listening to that, they was talking about different things. So they think the system is rigged. Let me just put it plainly. They think the system is rigged to go against the black man. You understand what I'm saying? Now, some of that might be true. Some of that might be true. I'm not saying it's not. But their mindset, their thought, their psyche is to believe not only that there is being rigged for, for the better for the white person, but it's to keep them down. Or like they would say, to keep a brother down. You know what I mean? To keep us down or whatever like that. So they, just, they wasn't saying all that. I'm just using that, that, that as an example. And I don't remember every conversation or word for word for what they were saying, but my point is, that's the typical conversation I hear a lot when I'm on the bus or on the train. Now, I mean, they were saying so much besides the foul language and the cussing, but that's how they talk today. You know, they talk in codes, they cuss, whatever like that, you know. Uh, it's hard for them to hold a real cursorless conversation, if you know what I mean. But I, I, I get it, I get it. So they was having this conversation and everything about, uh, you know, Man, when a brother get caught, blah, 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 blah. You know, they bond gets set higher than the other person, than a white man or them or whatever like that. It's set up for the white man. They wasn't saying it exactly, but it has something to do with it. You guys know what I'm talking about because I don't like to misquote nobody. But it has something to do in that type of realm, you know, far as that. And they was talking and talking and talking and talking. And then finally the bus stopped and one of the brothers got out. He said something that I was waiting for at least one of them to say. And this young black man said it. He said it. I wanted to say, man, there you go. Good looking out, man. I wanted to say that's what I wanted to hear, but I, I, I didn't want to know I was listening to that conversation. But man, and uh, he walked off. He said, but I want to say one thing to you, bro. The same said, well, bro, no matter what's going on, you know, 
we still, even though it's wrong what they are doing, we still have to hold ourselves accountable. The young, other young brother guy, yeah, 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 in a low tone of voice, but he said, no, just, we got to still hold ourselves accountable, you know, for what we do. And he walked off the bus. I said, that's what I wanted to hear from a lot of men, black men and white men, but I'm talking about black men now. That's what I wanted to hear at least say that. Now, what I want to finish off with is this, accountability. What we must do to make a change in our neighborhood and in our lives. One of the things that we must do, and this young man hit the nail right on the head, is hold ourselves accountable for the injustice that we do. Now, I want to go with this. If there's a system, now using this as theory, if there's a, a system that's been built to keep the black man down, if there is a system out there, and some places there is, but most places they are not, it's not, to keep a black man or woman down, especially a black man, when it comes to crime, when it comes to sentencing, when it comes to court days and bonds and stuff like that, which is very bad if that's the play. If the system is set up to keep a black man down, yes, that's wrong. Of course that's wrong. I don't, I don't disagree with that, and some of that is going on. Not the majority, but a lot of that is going on. It depends what system, what state or what area you are in. Very important or de geographic that you are in. So I'm not doubting that. I would never doubt that. I'm not that naive. Now, what I did not hear until a young man walked off the train, what I was waiting for him to say, when they was holding that conversation, I hear a lot of conversations like that, is I did not hear them say one time, Man, but the real deal is I just need to stop doing the crime. Remember the old Beretta movie? Don't do the crime if you can do the time. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's the, I don't remember all the words. But a Beretta used to say, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Now, if there is a system out there in some areas, there might be a system out there that's keeping a black man down. The first thing you say, you have to look at it this way. This, I'm going to give you this advice. If you don't want to get caught up in that system, hold yourself accountable and stop doing the crime. Now, I'm not saying what they're doing to you is right. No, it is wrong. But you forget how you got there. It's the wrong that you have done that got you there in that crooked system anyway. So that system was built for you because the majority, and according to the statistics when it comes to crime, black men, even though they are 13% population here in America, commits over 50 to 60% of the crimes. So the system is, majority of the system, I believe, is built for the black man. I don't doubt that. But one way to stop that and slow that down is like that young man said that I, I think I, I wanted to think of when he walked off that bus is to hold yourself accountable for your lifestyle. For your lifestyle. To hold yourself accountable for your lifestyle. Let me keep up with my time now, I promise. I will keep up with my time. Okay? Hold yourself accountable. I got eight minutes. Now with these eight minutes, I want you to think about that. What is it going to take to self-evaluate yourself? 
young black man, young black lady. I'm mostly talking to the youngsters now. Hold yourself accountable. Reevaluate your own life. If you are doing a crime, whether it's robbery, whether it's banging, whether it's drug selling or drug dealing, whatever they call it today, and you get caught, and you get arrested, and you feel the system done you wrong or are doing you wrong, the first thing you need to look at is not so much the system, it's yourself, because you are responsible for the crime you have committed. You must hold yourself accountable. Therefore, you must be willing for a change. In order for you to get the change, you must change yourself. Let me say that again. In order for you to expect change in the system, you must change yourself. You must change your lifestyle. You must change the things that you do. That's just common sense. You could blame the white man. You could blame the brown man, the yellow man, the Indian, the piper, and the pope. You could blame all you want to, but it's going to come down to you changing your lifestyle. You could blame politics. You could blame whatever. But you are still going to be responsible for your lifestyle. See, that's what it's going to take. Even if the system is crooked and it's a lot of, it's a bad system out there. I believe what you are saying, but I don't believe it's wholeheartedly. I don't believe in a white privilege thing. And if there is some type of white privilege, it's for a few of them out there. There is an elite of white people out there that does have some privilege. That's just no doubt. They're, they are out there. You still have racist white people that's out there. Yes, there's no doubt. But the majority of them are not racist. The majority of them are good, decent people. Period. You might not want to accept that, but every means every. Every white person is not evil. And every black person don't eat fried chicken. And not a gangbanger. <laughs> you get my point. You get my drift what I'm saying. But accountability takes a change. And accountability, you cannot change the system if you don't change yourself. The system in Chicago was built around you. The system of Chicago was built for you because of what you are doing with your lifestyle. Now, that's a chunk of the system, okay? Now, in order for you not to be caught up in this so-called crooked system or this special privilege for the white man system, get your act together and don't be part of the system. Point blank. Do not get caught up of being part of the system. How do you do that? By holding yourself accountable. Holding yourself accountable. Okay? That's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to get out there for the young black men and the young black women. That has an issue with blaming the, the, the them, the they, which is the white man. No. In the eyes of God, you're going to always be accountable for what you do. Your own actions. When the white great throne judgment come, if you're not saved, and that time come, he's going to hold you accountable for, first of all, not accepting his son. And then your lifestyle does not make it any better. Okay? So keep that in mind.
Alright, young man, young lady, young black man, young lady, black lady, this is my advice for you. If you're listening to this show, it's to lift you up, it's to encourage yourself. If you are involved in crime, if you are involved in illegal activity as a black man and a black woman, if you are involved in that, first you must say to yourself, and this hurts sometimes, that the thing that you are doing is that you are, first of all, you are breaking the law. You will agree with me with that. If you didn't know you was breaking the law, you wouldn't be sneaky trying to do it. So you know you are breaking the law. Okay? Second of all, you must hold yourself accountable. Because no matter what wrong that you think the white man's system that you call is going against you and bonds are set higher for the black man. Now we get into something else about this new law that they've got coming out with. I don't think it's going to help the black man at all, but that's just my opinion. You must hold yourself accountable because you are making the system like it is because of your lifestyle. Okay? You are portraying yourself as a criminal. As a person that cannot be trusted in your ethnicity, you stereotype all black people when you live that type of way. But at the same time, you want to blame the white man and the crooked system because of the crime that you have done. So that crooked system is going to take down your crooked crime. Okay, think about that. Think about that closely. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Whether the time that they give you is wrong or not or privileged or against you, the problem is still you doing the crime period because wrong is always wrong. Illegal is always illegal. No matter how the system is, good or bad, what you are doing, you're going to be held accountable for that, okay? Remember that. Keep that in mind. This is Joseph Brownlee body of Christ real talk for topic for today was accountable and you have to change accountability and change okay so I wanted to talk about that now in my last two minutes I want to encourage my brothers and sisters I want to encourage my black people to pursue other things stop Using your identity as a black man and woman as your curse. It's almost like you're putting a curse on yourself. Stop making up excuses about why somebody else is bringing you down. Take accountability. And by changing the system, change yourself is one of the ways to do that. God bless you, Body of Christ Real Talk. Until next time, love you all. I hope you get something out of that. Peace out. Bye-bye. Left out, baby. <laughs> loves you too. Stay strong. Keep hope. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. 
It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.